What's up, What's up, everybody? Welcome to Land Grant Holy Land's I-70s football show, where we discuss the entire Big Ten from Rutgers to Ohio State. You can catch us every Monday breaking down the major games, storylines, and previewing the next week's slate. If you love the Big Ten, pack a bag, jump in the car, and enjoy the ride. As always, I am your host, Jordan Williams, and I'm here with my co-host, Dante. What's up, Jordan? <laughs> how, 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 his, how you doing today, Dante? Didn't have his mic um, to start it off. <laughs> yeah, no, no. That's that's how I'm doing. I didn't have my mic. I'm like, I'm talking. It's just like, oh, I might, I might want the thing that helps me podcast. So, oh man, it's gonna be a great episode. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna <laughs> be, it's going to be a dumpster fire, and those are the best ones. Yeah. Um. I don't even know where to start. For I just like, I I feel like I keep saying this, but it's so true. Is this the best Big Ten season of recent memory? Uh, at least in my right. recent memory, yeah, yeah. I I I can't remember. Um, I can't remember a season where the Big Ten is this exciting. At least the Big Ten East. Yeah. Yeah. But even the West is exciting. I mean, like, it, it's not... It was you know, until, you know, Iowa decided Yeah, to. but I think I think that makes it exciting, too. It's yeah. exciting when, like, I, at least in my opinion, it's exciting when there's either a lot of really good teams or there's a lot of bad teams because they still have to play the games. True. And, like, anybody can win. And so, like, that's exciting. It's just not... Uh, Maybe exciting is the wrong word. Maybe it's just still fun to watch. Yeah, no, it's maybe fun it's not to watch. actually. Yeah, it's not actually exciting. Yeah. Um, wow. I, I, we actually, I, I honestly, just from this past weekend, I two two candidates in the Big Ten for Game of the Year. Literally, mm-hmm. and that's and that's the that's the most exciting thing for me is it's like we have these big games, but how many times in college football do the big games not? like give what you want them to give like how many times in the big 10 do the big are the big games like clunkers they're boring it's a blowout you know it's it's whatever um not in the big 10 the big games are actually big games i mean like literally all of them penn state iowa uh penn state wisconsin um obviously michigan michigan state ohio state penn state every game that you've really kind of like circled whether it's been high scoring low scoring offensive fest defensive fest like whatever it is all the games have been interesting yeah and, and uh, actually you know what uh, what's crazy is in the past two weeks the big 10 has three candidates because i think the penn state illinois game is a candidate for game of the year yeah um, i mean it's just because was. of the length so uh, yeah, I, yeah it's so. been a really exciting season so far and this was an exciting weekend this was a really good weekend in big 10 football besides maybe one one game other than that yeah. it's, it's been a really good good week facts okay, but we talked games, about two that games <laughs> but I we just talked about that the score Oh, yeah, that was bad. That wasn't great. It was not great. But we talked about that last week where we said, like, nationally, like, people who like the Big Ten like the Big Ten. Me and you, we like it. A lot of football is still a regional sport, so people in the the footprint, you know, like that and tend to prefer it. But nationally, these were games where the Big Ten was going to be in a national slate, and we Mm -hmm. talked about how these need to be good games so nationally people respect the Big Ten and people want to watch it. Because a lot of times, you know, there's not 
like Big Ten games that you're going to watch, you know? Expect, like if you're in the SEC, you're probably not watching Big Ten games outside of Ohio State. If you're yeah, in the, if you're in the Big 12 or you're in the even like really like whatever conference landscape you are, whether it's because of zoning, broadcasting, time of day, uh regional differences, style of play, like whatever it is, like you're typically not watching if other ones. The, and honestly, if I was the Big 12 though, I I would be watching the Big 10. Because out of out of outside of Oklahoma, yeah, yeah, I mean, you're, not <laughs> like, you're not wrong. So, like, man, I don't know. I do not know. Yeah. So, but it, it, I mean, it, it delivered. They they yeah. gave games that literally, like, even people who hate the Big Ten for some reason, like, I don't know how you hate a conference. People are really weird with this well, regional I mean, y'all, thing. Yeah, I, don't you hate the SEC? I'm pretty sure you're one no. of those people that hate the SEC. I, no, no, no. I love the SEC. I hate SEC bias. Oh, okay. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. That's it's fair. not the conference itself. I mean, Georgia's my f- second favorite team. Like, I grew up a Georgia fan. I okay. grew up wanting to attend school at Georgia. Like that was like, and especially cause you know, like when you grow up a place, like, you don't mm-hmm. like, I love Ohio state, but i never wanted to go to Ohio state. Mm. And, and, and now that I like work in higher education, like, uh, you know, like when you work or go to your dream school and then you really see like the processes and like mm-hmm. that school is telling you, you failed a class or that school is not giving you scholarship money. It kind of ruins the allure a little bit. Georgia was Georgia was my dream school because I didn't want to go to Ohio State because I, I was like I'm an Ohio State fan but I don't want to attend the school so I know I like the SEC I just don't like how people talk about the SEC and the fact that people act like the SEC is the only place that good football is played. So, wait, so why didn't you go to Georgia? Um, I wanted to play football in college and I I was good but I wasn't I, that good. I, Fair enough. Fair enough. I get, yeah. I understand. I like because I, I wanted to. My dream school was Alabama, and I wanted to go there. But then it's Alabama, like the state. Yeah. And, <laughs> and if anyone that doesn't know, I'm black. So uh, <laughs> just 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 so you know. Yeah. So like and, that was really the reason why. And, I and didn't if you're, want, uh, I didn't go. <laughs> and if you're black but not on the football team, I'm not yeah. sure that you would. You know. You know, you know, it's not gonna be an easy time in Alabama. You, you know, even if you're on the team, it's probably. Did he miss that? Oh, he missed. Kickers suck. <laughs> uh, hey, you're yeah. not wrong, bro. <laughs> Unless your name is uh, uh Vinatieri or uh, something uh, like Justin that. Tucker. <laughs> Justin yeah, like, Tucker. <laughs> Just like the rest kinda, of the garbage. I, you know what? I'm gonna throw in Chris Boswell in there because he's he's been actually very consistent since he's is been that, in the league. That's the Steelers is, kicker. Okay. Yeah, he's he's All been right. really really good. So uh, I throw him in there too, but. It's like four good kickers in the entire <laughs> world. Like I'm talking college and pros. <laughs> yeah, high school too. Like just throw them all, loop them all together. Yeah, there's, there's four. Every if you play football and you got to kick the ball, there's only four good kickers in the world. Yeah, and the only good punters in the world come from Australia, and they play college football at forty. <laughs> 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 it's like it's like it's like they be like Brandon Weeden. 
<laughs> no, dead ass, bro. Like Ohio State always has one, and he's like twenty six. Like, like they have him. They have him for three years. He comes over at twenty six. He leaves at twenty nine. Then they get another one, and he's twenty seven. And it's like, <laughs> it's like okay, we figured out. We figured out the punting, the like Australia to college football punting things. You can't yeah. have them ready at nineteen or twenty. Like, no. why do they have to be twenty? Because they're playing. Because like, they're playing. <laughs> they're already playing either soccer or rugby the entire time and have like a real career. And then, and then they're just like, okay, I'll go to college and kick a whole bunch of eighteen-year-olds. <laughs> Can't even relate with them. Like, not only can you not relate with them because you're a punter, now you're like ten years older than most of the people there. I'm gonna, so like, I'm gonna, bring, I'm gonna bring my wife and two kids with me. <laughs> You're there's old. so much going against you because you're not even from the country at that. So there's just so much. There's so much going against that for you to even you're, fit in. As long you're as older you than punt well. You're older than the GAs and the analysts. <laughs> like, and honestly, you're older than some of the coaches. <laughs> <laughs> Ohio State's putter is at least almost 10 years older than their starting quarterback. Hold on. Now I have to figure out how old he is exactly because he's definitely old. Jesse Mirko is. Because what? Strauss, what, 19? Yeah. <laughs> he got to be old, is it? Hold on. Okay, so in September of 23, I'm sorry, in September what? of 2020, okay. he was already 23. Okay, that's not that old. Yeah, but he's the young one. Oh. <laughs> because the other ones are definitely older. Like, they're, oh. like I, think the one at, I think the one at Georgia is, like, legitimately 26. <laughs> he's bringing in these grown men. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my god! Starting career because like I'm 27, so that'd be like they just came and got me like, "Yo, you want to punt? Yeah, hey, sure. Some, why not?" Like, <laughs> some of these teams might need you to actually get off the bench and play, not even punt. Like they might, they might use you. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. I'm I just need like two weeks to get in shape for real, for real. First of all, I'm just gonna put this out here. I love Ohio State. Everyone knows this. I will go play for Mel Tucker right now. Yep. I love yeah. that man. I do. I don't. I do like. I, like I'm gonna be so sad when he goes to LSU, and like a part of it's gonna be cool because like LSU is like like statistically like the blackest state in the country, and they've never had a black head football coach, and so like historically it's gonna be cool. I think he's gonna be good for LSU. I think he'll be the first good coach to win a national championship there since Nick Saban because the other two were trash. Um, but man, Damn. like he's perfect at Michigan State. I just don't think Michigan State can compare to LSU. I hope LSU goes out and hire. Like, I mean, I never, if I if I did want to coach somewhere, I, I want to coach somewhere warm. I'm saying, and like, yeah. it's easy to it's easy to recruit to LSU. The yeah. food's amazing. Like, it's warm. Yeah, I mean, if you but, if you Urban Meyer, the women so like. <laughs> All right, so Big Ten football. <laughs> Big Ten football. 11 on 11. Quarterback, 
running back, wide receivers, <laughs> tight ends, offensive linemen. Yep. He ain't like that one guy. Those, those, those are the players. DNs, D tackles. Oh, man. Linebackers. <laughs> DBs, you know, <laughs> you know, like, oh man, <laughs> all right, so <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be so upset when he leaves the Big Ten, and I and maybe like I never root for this, especially with black head coaches because they don't get a whole lot of opportunities. But it's like, man, maybe you should just like hire the overrated white guy. <laughs> oh, wow, <laughs> and, and, leave, and leave and leave and leave him to us, leave him to the Big Ten, like, leave him alone, like, go hire. Go hire the guy who, like, you know, his uncle's brother's cousin. Go, go hire the guy who you go fish with his grandfather. Like, go hire that guy or Uh, some, (laughs) yeah, or like some random like uh, 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 ball boy out of nowhere. He just gets a head coaching job just because. (laughs) Hire the guy that worked for uh, Sean McVay and and hire him (laughs) just because he worked for Sean McVay. Like, do that and leave us Mel Tucker. He's perfect. He's from the Midwest. I hope and, he like, stay. I do too. I just don't. I just have a. I. I don't see. Well, okay. I'll say this. LSU's a way better job. If he gets offered the job, I don't see him saying no. But the other thing, there are not many jobs better than Michigan State. No, because Michigan State is in the Big Ten, and it's a place that has won before. It's a place with a loyal fan base, a place you can recruit to. I mean, sure, Michigan's not Louisiana, Texas, whatever, but Michigan has good recruits. Ohio has good recruits, so that's two recruiting grounds right there. Um, and then obviously you can go to other places. So it's a, you know, it's a good cause job. like because like at least like. Staying in Michigan State, you already established your culture. You you, yep. you established your home there. Whereas when you have to go to LSU, it's starting all over, and they're definitely kind of starting over. As a, yeah, uh, as a, but the uh, difference program. So, but you, but the difference is you're starting over with players who are like, like five stars and run four three forties and already like lift three. I mean you got one of the and, best I mean unless he goes into the uh draft. He's going to he's, he's going to the draft, yeah. I, I so he's he, he was okay. he has been there long enough. Okay. He was a transfer. So he did oh, like two yeah, or three yeah, years yeah, at Wake yeah, Forest. He's he, oh yeah he's gone. gone. Yeah yeah he's gone. Yeah. yeah. So he's got one like, of the best running backs in the country. But then, yeah but oh, but also the difference is like Michigan State is good but at LSU you immediately are a national championship contender. True. It takes a lot more. Like it true. takes a lot more. Because that work. is true. Because we 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 still like, even though they're a really good team, you still have your doubts about them being being ranked as high as they are for Michigan State. Like they're really and good, not, but it's still that kind of like iffy feeling of, around yeah, but, them. And not only that, Michigan State has won by punching above their weight. They've yeah. won by getting kids that Ohio State didn't get, getting stealing kids out of Michigan and, and, and not letting them go to Michigan State, having a couple four or five stars, one or two every once in a while, and just like playing with a chip on your shoulder. LSU, you get all the five stars. You get all the four stars. You get all the best players in the country. Uh, After Alabama and Georgia, though. But not always. Yeah. If, they, if they have a good, I mean, it's hard. But if they have a good coach, they could they could get the number one recruiting class in the country once every four or five years and be yeah. a top five class every single year. I can't deny that. That is true. 
So that's the, it's just kind of hard to, to say, you know, you're going to, uh, you know, stay at Michigan state and not go to LSU. I know it's just, you know, sometimes, sometimes the grass ain't always greener. I agree. I think for, um, for standard of living, I think for longevity, uh, like all of that kind of stuff, Michigan State's the way better job. Like this is a different comparison because like Ohio State's a job that you can win national championships at more consistently. But everyone always talks about Ryan Day leaving and going to the NFL and stuff like that because he's an NFL guy. And one thing that Ryan Day always talks about is he wanted to find a place where his family could stay and he had to stop moving them like he has young kids. And it's like, granted, again, it's a little bit different because Ohio State's one of the best jobs in the country. But Ryan Day's probably never going to leave Ohio State unless he gets fired. And Mel Tucker could be like that at Michigan State and he could be there for 10, 15 years. He could win the Big Ten, get to a couple playoffs, especially when there's a 12 team playoff. And honestly, I, I, like we already said, yeah, sure. There's some questions about them, but who in the country is going to want to play this Michigan state team? Ohio I mean, state doesn't want to play I, them. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'll tell you right now, I, there, there's a lot of teams that should be scared of Michigan and Michigan state. Again, Michigan, Michigan put up a, a really good performance this past weekend. So yeah. I, I've I've um questioned that whole state, a lot. That whole state is is kind of scary. Yeah. I've questioned a lot about Michigan and unfortunately I have my answer. They're a good team, but they're still coached by Jim Harbaugh. Before I wasn't sure if they're a good team. I know for a fact they're a good team now. Like they are. They have a good defense. Both of their defensive uh, ends are mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. Uh, their running backs are good. This freshman, like uh, we always talk about it, talent flashes early. And True. this freshman, Anthony, uh, Andrew Anthony, flashed. Like, come on now. He and balled. Uh, I, I even, and you know what? I can't even be, at least with this past game, I can't. I can't even be mad at Jim Harbaugh because how it ended, it was just like that was just that was just beautiful defense, really. And maybe too much air on the ball, maybe not the best decision to make well, at the, the time. But it was it, it was it was winnable. It was a winnable game still, even after yeah. before he right before he threw the pick. The reason that you are mad at Jim Harbaugh is okay. a couple of things. Uh, one, he his teams always make key mistakes, and that's something you can coach out of them. Um, okay. Two, the lack of aggression. Um, In that Michigan, second half, I'll give you that. Yeah, they were. Yeah, Michigan right. kicked four field goals mm-hmm. inside the 25. Where, I mean, it was early, but one point where this game turned is Michigan State threw on fourth and one. And even, like, everyone watching it, Saw they went on fourth and one. They're like, fine, give it to Kenneth Walker. When they didn't give it to him, there's nobody in this country who didn't immediately call Mel Tucker an idiot until dude caught the ball and almost ran for a touchdown. And mm-hmm. then you're like, holy crap, the dude's a genius. And you know, and I, I'll give you that too because it is kind of sad to like the state, this the the stats. Their quarterback didn't throw a touchdown at all, and they still find a way to put up thirty something points and win that game. So it's just yeah. like it's it's really crazy. Like he had two picks. That's what I'm saying. It's like Michigan definitely played well enough to win that game. For sure. It, 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 they had that they had that game won. And it's just 
But at the end of the day, it's been seven years of Jim Harbaugh, so you have to say. Yeah, you can't. He still can't win that big game. They showed that he's two and seven or something like that in in, in ranked games or big games like that. Yeah, something like that, and it could be worse. Um, He has a. He has a, I think, he, I know for, everyone knows he has a losing record against Ohio State. He's oh, yeah, he has won. a one game. So, I think but it's I, like, so, it's rivalry games, I think he's like 2-7, and 2-8, and eight, and those two wins are Michigan State, I believe. Well, it's, Michigan, it's one more Michigan than, State game and, like, one Penn State game. So, I don't know. It's, it's, but, but that's the thing, like, yeah, so he has a losing record. He hasn't won against Ohio State. I no. think now he has a losing record against Michigan State, and yeah. I, he also has a losing record against, uh, ranked teams, teams most likely, he has, yeah, against yeah. ranked teams, like so. It's like, yeah, they they did enough to win the game. Yeah, um, it was you, it was winnable. Just, so so you watched you watched the whole game, right? Yeah. Was he down? Was that a fumble or not? I still don't know. Just put it out there. What's your opinion? I I I, I think he was down. I do too. He looked down to me. He looked he, down to me. I think he was down. And the reason it was, why I it say, was tough, man, that was tough. The reason why I say I think he was down is because I'm surprised he didn't tear his ACL. Mm-hmm. Like the way his leg was bent, his mm-hmm. his leg was down, but the rest of his body wasn't. And literally, if he would have been tweaked one, like like some, you know, like anyone who's played like football or like. Eat baseball because you have to slide or it's had like a tough fall, you know you have to just like let your body go limp because yep. if you tense up, you're going to tear it. I think that's one of those situations where he just let his body go limp and let the player roll him because if he like if he would have tried to fight that, he would have tore up his whole knee. And yeah. that's why I think he's down because his his leg was trapped underneath him. Well, and, isn't, and a, I, uh, I uh, isn't a shin – shin counts as down, right? Yeah, yep. Shin, it's shin, knee, elbow, wrist – yeah, all of that. All yeah, of that so I, I, I thought he was down, but yeah. And the thing with that is, just is like I know Michigan fans are going to be mad about it. Everyone's mad about tough calls, but that's not what lost you the game. No, yeah, your, your lack of aggression when you had because my thing was is that you they had they had Michigan State beat in that first half, and that's yeah. the difference that uh, like where Michigan and Ohio State kind of kind of tail off is because. Uh, a lot of the time when Ohio State got a lead like that, they continue to beat you over the head with yeah, that they're lead. aggressive. Yeah, which as Michigan State did not Michigan State, Michigan didn't, and that's what I kept waiting mm-hmm. on. I I kind of was waiting on it. I was like, "Yo, um, come on, Michigan, like put them away, put them away yeah. now. It's time, it's time to stop playing with them. It's just put them away, and you let them, you let a good team, a really good team." Stay in the game, and that and is, that's a that. recipe for disaster. And and the thing is, like Michigan State played perfect. Like we just saw it. We just saw it with Penn State and Illinois. We saw how hard it is to get two point conversions, and yes. they converted converted both. Yep. That yeah. doesn't. That just doesn't happen. Like, and so it, it's. I do want to say that while you know, I do think uh, Michigan State. Michigan and Jim Harbaugh deserve some flack. Michigan State won this game. Yeah, and no, they definitely. Yeah, no, 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 no. That's why I was saying it was it that game was winnable for Michigan yeah. and Michigan State. It was it was up in the air. It was up for grabs, and it literally yeah. was taken away by Michigan. 
Michigan it's just State. When, when you're up 30 to 16 and your offense is humming and your defense is humming, you can't lose that game. You can't. You have to. You got you, you to gotta win that game 48 to 16. You have to yeah. just – you got to just keep piling on. And, and, and they, they, you could tell they – it, it, I, that's why I understand why you're giving flack to uh, to uh, Harbaugh because it's like, as a coach, I would be like, look, I know we up, but let, let's beat them over the head with it. Let's, yeah. Let, we got to win. And, and, and how does it hurt you if you don't settle for one of those field goals and you go for it on fourth down? And? Because because you get the touchdown. Mm-hmm. Like, like, like if you convert, you get the touchdown. Like, you can't settle for field goals. You just can't. Not in a rivalry game. Not in a game that matters. You can't settle for field goals. Right. And 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 that also goes to Ohio State because Ohio State, they were their defense is not as good as some of these other teams, including Penn State's. Their defense played very good in moments. They yep. played, like you always said, they played bend, don't break. And we always say bend, don't break defense is not allowing touchdowns in the red zones, forcing field goals forcing turnovers and getting sacks at key moments. Yep. Ohio State forced turnovers. They got sacks at key moments. So it didn't look ugly. didn't look great. They gave up 350-something yards passing, that kind of stuff. They played that even that game, break. that game was winnable for Penn State. It was just – But that's exactly what I'm saying. Part of the reason it was winnable is Ohio State was settling. I don't want to say settling because Penn State's red zone defense is amazing. amazing like they came in. It was they, not even that right? day. They, yeah, they yeah, came true. in. Very true. They came into the country with the second or third best red zone defense and proved it. Mm-hmm. So I don't entirely want to say that Ohio State settled because I think that takes a little bit away from me. Uh, yeah, because there was a, they had a what did they have a, a, a four four uh, play goal line stand? Yeah, yep. Penn State. Yeah, they they were like, yeah. no, you're not. You're. I know you're going to try to score, and we're not even going to let you. In, in. Yep. So, so I, I yeah I want to be careful with my words, but at the same time, because Ohio State didn't risk it a couple of those times, mm-hmm. um, Penn State had a like Penn State had a chance to score when they were when they were up three. And you and give Ohio a team like, yeah, another especially when you're when you, when you did a defense where like you gave up a big play and like in especially like because we're I know we're on the Michigan State Michigan game and it's, uh, you give up a big play or your your defense gets routed for a whole drive and then. You stop yeah. them, like you stop them on the, and you make them kick a field goal. That's confidence for the offense to be like, well, Fact. hey, let's 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 go. We got a chance. And then and then the thing with that game, right? Penn State has Jahan Dotson who could take mm-hmm. a slant eighty yards. So yep. you kick a field goal, you kick you kick a field goal. Now you're up six. They only need one, literally one play to get a touchdown, and they're up by one. And if that would have happened, who knows what happened in the game? So Ohio State's defense. You know, they bucked up and they got the stop when they needed to, but they were soft and they kicked field goals and it didn't hurt Ohio State, Honestly, but it hurt Michigan. Yeah, I, I, you know, in that uh, in the Ohio State game, and like I, I, I hate to go back and forth, um, but in that Ohio State But game, in this case, there's parallels. Yeah, it's it's and, coaches yeah, that yeah. weren't as aggressive as they should have been. Right. And like without that fumble six, who knows? Honestly, and, who knows? Yeah. And, and and that's that's the point of defensive making plays when they need to make it, mm-hmm. and you can't always rely on that. As we've seen with Iowa, as we've oh, seen oh. here, they're not always going to force four turnovers. And Ohio State's defense has been much complained about, talked about, dogged everything because they have not been good for most of the year. But this was their best performance. 
It was. And it's it's really crazy to say that because it while it was their best performance, it was one of their bad it was a bad performance at the same time. Because you you let a quarterback who we we you've definitely you've been saying all year isn't good. He's look, not look amazing. He looked yeah. great. And I was and, but, I, I the whole time I was like, who is this? And here's the thing, right? I know we keep going back and forth, but Michigan State did the same thing. Yep, Michigan sure did. State had Michigan State had Cade McNamara looking like a Heisman contender. Yeah, he I, I the whole time I was saying, I'm like, who is this? Bullets, bullets, just, just, just throwing them. Just that dark. one last. And it was literally like, that one last play where he, I think he held, he hung the ball a little too much, or I think he either, that, or I think he kind of telegraphed it. He was, he was, he was, he, was, he stored, he stared that receiver down. Yeah, and, but honestly, and, that was one of those plays where it was a really good play by the the D, the D, DB the defense because the DB he like faked him out. Yeah, he, he went uh, to the flats was, and, and faded back uh, into a, a yeah. different zone, and he didn't. And see I mean, it. a one handed interception. Like, hey, really I mean, can't. <laughs> like, who saw that coming? Really? <laughs> yeah, honestly. So, uh, so let let's. We went back and forth because there were some parallels, but let's finish out with the Michigan Michigan State game. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm I'm ready to say I, well I'm torn I'm not ready to say it because it depends on how the Penn State and the Ohio State game go, but I'm not I don't know what to do with Jim Harbaugh because you can say seven and zero really tough game they should have won mm-hmm. if you want to especially if you're a Michigan fan or an administrator who signs his check you can say you were lost you lost to the refs which you shouldn't say but you could you could like say that but then at the same time. But at the same time, you could say Michigan State. Michigan's always done this. They've always mm-hmm. went ten and two. They've always went nine and three with losses to Ohio State, Penn State, and Michigan State. So it's like, what is acceptable? And and it's funny. Because you have to turn. Were, you can't lose to Penn State. You definitely can't lose to Penn State. Um, and if you lose to Ohio State, you can't get blown out. And the thing is, like I, you know, I was saying that earlier this year. You can't lose to Ohio State. You just can't. You really can't. Because, um, again, this is the most vulnerable in the Jim Har- Harbaugh era Ohio State's been. You, yeah. you you really can't lose that game, especially when you are able to put up a performance like you did against Michigan State. You can't. You can't lose. Yeah. I, I, you got to win that game. You can't go, oh, what do you be 0-9 or something against Ohio State? Oh, and I might be. Okay. I, 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 all right. So he either, hasn't been there that it's long. Either, okay. It's either 0-6 or 0-5 because they didn't play last year. So um, yeah. it depends on if this is his seventh season or if this is his eighth season. Yeah, I can't re- I can't remember how long he's been there. But yeah. it, I think it, this it is seven. So I, eight years has already been yeah. almost. I think, that, I think this is his seventh season. So he's 0-5. Yeah, because yeah, he didn't you, play last year. You can't go 0-6. You just I, – honestly, you can't lose to Ohio State. You just can't. And, I don't and even care if, it, if, it, if you do lose and it's, it's, it's by a point. You really just can't lose. Yeah, and here's the thing. Like you were saying, this is the most this is the most vulnerable Ohio State's been in the Jim Harbaugh era, and this is the most vulnerable they're going to be for like the next five to ten years. Yeah, because because here's the thing: everyone watching the game, all of their best players are freshmen, quarterback, freshman, running back, freshman. Their best, their best uh, DB, freshman. Their best defensive tackle, freshman. Their second best, their second and like fourth or fifth best DNs, freshman. Their best linebacker, Steel Chambers, is a sophomore who was a running back last year. Yeah. Everyone's young. Everyone's young. Yeah. And 
You and gotta like, win this. You gotta win it this year. You really just have to win it this year, especially since you lost to Michigan State in that way. You gotta come out for the rest of the season with with an edge and a chip on your shoulder. It, I, how you don't already have a chip on your shoulder is it, beyond me. But you have to for the rest of the season just come out and want to dominate everybody because you lost that game which you shouldn't have lost. You shouldn't have lost even with that bad call. You shouldn't have lost. You shouldn't no, have lost because. Because here's the thing, put it put it in reverse. If Michigan State was up thirty to sixteen, would they have lost? No. I don't think so. If Ohio I, they, State, they, it would have been. And the thing is, that score probably. If Michigan State was up thirty to sixteen for that game, that game would have ended thirty five to sixteen or thirty seven yeah. to sixteen. Like yep. I, that's how. That's what I'm saying. Like you can't even let them have any form of confidence. Even if you do kick field goals, which is fine. Like, if you kick a field goal, then you got to come out on defense and go three and out, get off the field. You, yep. you, you're not doing nothing. Yeah. And and here, let's let's continue. If Ohio State's up 30 to 16, do they lose? No. No. Like, if, if Penn State? 30 to 16? No. Mm-mm. Wisconsin? <laughs> well, yeah, I sadly not. If you had asked me this three, four I mean, weeks ago, I'd be like, probably. But now it's like, I mean, no. <laughs> the the worst part is the worst part is putting Wisconsin with thirty points. But like, but seriously, well, apparently that's, Wisconsin- that's, that's that's normal for them now. <laughs> that's normal. So but yeah, like, and that's the thing: the best teams, the best coaches, they're not losing a rivalry game. That like, and and for those who don't know, I'm sure you all know. You all are smart. But let's just lay it out there again: it's a rivalry game. Mm-hmm. They're undefeated. They're top ten. This game is for control of the Big Ten East. This game is for a chance at the Big Ten it's, title. It's, this game it's, is a chance it's, at it's, the it's, playoffs. It's, 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 you're, you're you're in control of your destiny. With this game, you win this game because now, now Michigan's hoping that uh, d- d- Michigan State loses to somebody. Two games, yeah. They hope that they, Michigan State has to. Michigan State, ha- well, Michigan State has to beat Ohio State, lose to Penn State. Michigan has to beat Penn State and, and beat some Ohio other, State. And some, yeah, and some weird stuff has to happen. Like you can't have that. Like, yeah, you, just, I, you you had to win that game. Still a great game. Still great performances yeah. by both classic. schools. By both schools, like I, it was. It's going to be shown on Big Ten Network during the summer. For, yep. So, it, I people a lot of people try to say things are a classic. That game was actually a classic. Yeah, that no, game that was, was a classic. Game. That was a classic game. That was really good. And ten years when they're like replaying games, that's a game that's going to get replayed. Mm-hmm. I, I, can't, I can't wait for the football life for Jim Harbaugh because it's just like, how do you <laughs> – what's the mentality, man? What's the thinking process behind some of the stuff you do? Yeah, that one's going to be really interesting. Um, I need a 30 for 30 on the whole Michigan tenure thing. Like, I need that. Yeah. So, I, I, I just – sometimes I just don't know with that school. At least just the coaching. Cause yeah, and the, the biggest thing that I have with Michigan as a whole – is there's to use an analogy, right? There's no reason Michigan shouldn't be Georgia to Ohio State's Alabama. Mm-hmm. Sure, you can't. You're not. You're not Ohio State. You don't have the recruits. You don't have the buy-in from the athletic director. But you director. should. You don't have, but, but you no, should. You're still, I, I don't no, think no, so. no, no, no. Because the name is just as big. It it's drew, not. Here's it's the thing, truly a couple, just as big. There's a there's a couple of things that separate it. For one, 
it, academics. Michigan is an academic school, and they're they're very similar to like a Stanford. Some of those they're not just accepting anyone. That kind of hurts. Two, they don't have the buy in from their departments because they're an academic. Like there are some things that like legitimately, and it, it's one state over. But like Michigan is slightly is less attractive like than Ohio. They don't have the recruits that are in Ohio. Like even football in the state of Michigan isn't like high school football in the state of Michigan isn't the same as it is in Ohio. Like there are some there are some things that like, it, but again, Georgia and Alabama are are very very close. So it's not like this. It's mm. like this major thing, you know what I mean? But th- there's a couple of little advantages that Ohio State has, in my opinion. Um, but again. Georgia and Alabama are close. There's no reason you shouldn't be Georgia to Ohio State's Alabama. There's no reason you shouldn't be, to your point, because Georgia out out recruits Alabama at some times. There's no reason you shouldn't be recruiting better than them at least every two or three years. There's no reason yeah. you shouldn't beat them every once in a while. There's no reason the game shouldn't be competitive. There's no like. There's no reason. And and sure, Georgia like, so, is not that's what I'm, like the blowouts. It's it's inexcusable. When you get yeah. blown out by a team, it's supposed to be your rival. Like you shouldn't be those teams. You shouldn't be getting blown out by Ohio State consistently. Mm-hmm. I, I shouldn't be sitting here going, "They probably gonna get blown out when they play." That shouldn't be a thought yeah. process of mine at all. And sadly, it always is when I think about Michigan playing Ohio State. I mean, there was, a, there was a there was a point in time where uh, before that game started, where I was like, Michigan State might blow up Michigan, and that's really sad. And I shouldn't even have had that. That shouldn't even happen. But here's the thing: I had the same thought, and my thought was either there's only three possibilities that are going to happen. Michigan's gonna Michigan State's gonna blow up Michigan. Michigan State's gonna win a close game, or Michigan's gonna win a close game. And no point in time that I think Michigan would blow out Michigan State. And no, that, see, that, I did think that. No, so if I thought my thought process was if it's close, Michigan State wins. I I I did think that Michigan Michigan could blow out Michigan State because especially when the game started, I was like, this could be a blowout. But well, when the game started, it, but before I was like, the game. I didn't think. Yeah, that. I I always thought if it was going to be a close game, if it was going to be a close game, Michigan State was going to win because, like you've said, like like we've seen Jim Harbaugh in college for Michigan cannot close games like that. Uh-uh. He cannot close close games like that for real against a rivalry school. It, if and it was Northwestern, it was close. He can close it. Yeah, he can close it against them, something like that, or Rutgers. Like, if he accidentally has a close game against a school he should be blowing out, he'll find a way to win it. But once it comes once it comes down to a big-name school like Michigan State, Ohio State, or Penn State, he'll lose it. He will lose or, it. Or, or any ranked team in a bowl game, anything like that. But here's Truly. the hardest Truly. thing. Truly, yeah. Here's the hardest thing, right? Who do you mm-hmm. replace him with? You don't re- like like I ju- I've been joking about Matt Campbell somebody from but Matt somebody Matt from the Campbell pros. Matt Campbell's the same guy Matt Mike Campbell McCarthy. can't beat his rifle no no absolutely not <laughs> Matt Campbell can't but beat his, no like, but I'm saying like if you replace him you got to go get somebody from the pros leave Mike Tomlin alone that's gonna be my he's, that's gonna be my pit stop but that's what I'm saying <laughs> uh you got to go get somebody from the uh from the pros but the problem with that is not every pro coach is good in college. Mm. You're not wrong. It's it's just it's hard. Like, but that's the th- that's the other thing with Michigan. They need Again, an offensive minded coach, really. Who do you Jim get? Harbaugh is a defensive minded coach, right? He's, uh, he's no, a I think coach. 
I think his brother's a defensive coach. Jim Harbaugh is the offensive guy because he played quarterback. And he's been known for his quarterbacks. He he, that, and that's, he, he that's, see that makes it even worse then. Right, that's that the biggest thing. Worse then. How are you the quarterback guy and you can't have it? You don't. Have, you've never had a good quarterback at Michigan. All the five stars that you've recruited, none of them have been good. And then this this is the first time where in this game, this was the first game where it looked like it finally came to fruition that he was a quarterback guy. Because other than that, uh, but then his five star. I mean, you don't want to crap on anyone because freshmen make freshman mistakes. That's the point of being a freshman. But his five-star right. freshman comes in and fumbles the game away. Mm. And it's just like... I don't, I don't know. So, I, but that, but again, who do you... If you fire Jim Harbaugh, who do you hire? Because the, the hard... As an Ohio State fan, I can answer this question. As an Ohio State fan, going 10-2 and two every single year is not acceptable. You, as an Alabama fan, can answer that question. Going 10-2 and two is not acceptable. But from what, Michigan, <laughs> from what Michigan has had under, like, Brady Hoke and some of these other coaches, what happens if you fire him and then, and then you have to go through two or three years of Scott Frost? And you're going six and six. Ooh. Well, no, Scott Scott Frost has never been Ooh. six and six. <laughs> you're going four and eight, and then you miss Jim Harbaugh. Like, right? It's, and then and then you're really rebuilding. Players are but transferring. That means you're just you're like, just okay. You're okay with media. You're okay with mm, you're okay with good, but not great. Almost and there. That, and that's the hard. That's the for, again for me for you. It's not a hard question. But for a lot of Michigan fans, and especially the administration, it seems like their answer is ten and two is fine. Ten and two and losing to your rival is fine. Yeah, like I'm o I'm okay. Like I'm okay with almost being that great. And honestly, I'm just gonna we're not gr- we're great, but we're not we're if, not we're not national championship yeah. great. If he doesn't if he doesn't beat Ohio State, I would fire him. I'm I'm with you. You cannot lose to Ohio State. If he doesn't beat Ohio State, I'd fire him. You can't. So, it would have been okay to lose to Ohio State if you won this Michigan State game, but now yeah. you can't. I wouldn't. You can't. I wouldn't say okay, but the way the rest of the season has went, you could forgive it. It's never okay, yeah. but like you could have been like, you'll get them next year. There was a lot of. We got one of. Year. We got one of our rivals at least. Yeah. But you're gonna lose to at both. Least. Yeah. And, and also the Penn State team that played against Ohio State, and I think we should transition to that game. The Penn yeah. State team that played against Ohio State would could be, could beat Michigan. Could it could it could I mean, uh, if it's still giving up thirty points, probably and, not. And but the but the thing about it though, where did Michigan struggle? They struggled in the red zone. What is Penn State good at? Mm. The red zone. Stop if they the kick field, yeah. if they kick field goals against Michigan, if they if they kick field goals against Penn State, they could lose again. Cause again, like, cause what you're, uh, the one thing Michigan State did, and the one thing Ohio State did, is made that play on defense where Michigan. I don't think Michigan's going to. And they, they should they be, but that's what yeah, they needed. Yeah, they, needed ex- to yeah, that they didn't. They didn't they get the didn't. stop. <laughs> so, so I, you're, yeah, I, and like, and now we're on the Ohio State Penn State game, which was another great game. Man, that was a great game. I, I was stressed as an as a as, so like I try to watch these games with like two different things. I try to watch them as like a uh, as just a football fan, but then mm-hmm. I also have my Ohio State fandom. As a football fan, I was like, this game's amazing. As an Ohio State fan, I was so stressed. That's why I was telling you like before the podcast, like 
like I, I would, it was uh, unfortunate that you couldn't come, but I'm mm-hmm. glad I didn't have to watch the game with you because I, <laughs> I don't think I could have managed watching that game with somebody else. I was so stressed. Um, it was just, it was such a good game. Yeah, because it was, uh, um, it was crazy to watch. It was really crazy to watch Penn State be able to move the ball down the field, especially when every I was thinking this and I thought that the Ohio State defense finally like I guess um, settled in, and 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 Penn State, who's an offense we didn't think was that good to do something like that, was moving the ball down the field, and I mean having not like not having an easy go at it, but having fun with it. Yeah, it, it, like, it, like it wasn't. I wouldn't say it, it wasn't, wasn't easy, easy, but it wasn't hard. <laughs> no, man. Like they, they could do it. They were able to do yeah. it. And I did not expect that, especially after playing nine overtimes the week before. And honestly, I thought they were going to be dejected and exhausted. And they came out like, nah, we ready. Yeah. Because you want to know why? Because there they spent no two there. weeks. They spent two weeks practicing for Ohio State. They might not have even watched Illinois film. You might be right about that. I didn't even think about they that. Might not like, yeah. They might not. Like, that is the way they came out. It's 100% proof that they were planning for They overlooked them. And it, it was it was a trap game. And, it was a tra- and I don't know why we didn't call it a trap game. Maybe because it was Illinois and we just didn't think it was possible. But it was a trap game. They yeah. overlooked them, preparing for Ohio State, and the preparation for Ohio State worked. Um, yeah, no, they were ready. I mean, they were ready. Like, and I was, I was actually very happy they were ready because I, I did not want – I, Cause that was a night game, and it just—I didn't want to see a blowout, and I was—I was very happy they were ready for them, cause I didn't think they yeah. would be. I really didn't think they would be. But here's the thing, right? And you're—you're you're always honest with me, so I want you to tell me if like this is too much of a fan, right? Okay. A lot of people are really, really down on Ohio State, and I looked at that game, and I—and I am—I think. Penn State's defense was ranked number three in the country. They're really, really good. Mm-hmm. And Ohio State had six red zone trips, right? If you tell any coach in the country you're going to have six red zone trips, they're happy. Ohio State moved the ball. Now they have to fix the red zone. But also mm-hmm. before this game, Ohio State was number three in the country and scoring in the red zone. It was good on good. So a lot of people are taking this as a chance to be like, Ohio State's not as good as we thought. And I, I don't see that. I don't I, think it's so, Ohio State not being good. This was just a high-level game. It was good on good. Good red zone defense, good red zone offense. And and honestly, Ohio State left things out there. One, that turnover on downs in the red zone was a touchdown that the quarterback just – like the, it was, the quarterback thought the safety was coming over. He said it in the interview. C.J. Stroud said, the safety, I thought the safety was there. Like the guy underneath wasn't there, but he thought the mm-hmm. safety was there, so he threw it short. He was trying to hit a short, a small spot in the zone, and yeah. the wide receiver saw a touchdown. But that would have been a touchdown. The game was a fifteen point game. That's a, that's close to a blowout. Like you win yeah. by fifteen. No, it's they won by nine, seven, sixteen. That's a sixteen point game. That's no longer close. So it's like. I don't like I'm not taking this as Ohio State is so, not as good as I thought. I'm taking this as Penn State just it was just it was good on good. It was a rivalry game. And they I, both so it was a what I'm saying what I can see why they could say that cuz it's like if you go up against another team who where it's good on good, a good rest on defense and good rest uh good rest on offense and you can't finish, which apparently you can't consistently and then that defense that that team also has a good offense where where you're going to see in the playoffs. 
it's not looking too confident. It's not uh, in that in that sense. In the Big Ten, you'll be fine. But when it comes to the playoff, it is concerning because while you do have a good red zone offense, if you go up against another good red zone defense who also has a good offense, you probably are going to lose that game. Because if I can stop you from getting um, – from getting a touchdown, but and I end up in the red zone, and you really can't stop me because again, Penn State's offense was good that day, but we all know it's not that good. So even when they were in the red zone and they were able to move the ball down the field, there was there were times where I'm going, this is probably going to be a field goal. Like, I don't think they're going to be able to score. There were a few times that Penn State got into the red zone, and I was like, oh wow, they they scored a touchdown. That's I don't know what's going on here. So. Where you go against a team where the you know what the offense is, you know what that they're going to come in with a decent to good offense, it can be scary for Ohio State. And I can see why some people might think they're not as good as they that we thought they were. They they're definitely are, but they're still problems. That's, that's yeah. probably what they should be saying. Not saying that they're not as good as what we thought they were. Just saying they're still glaring problems that everyone can see. But I and I agree a hundred percent. But every team has glaring problems. It's just about who's good enough to to who's good enough to make those problems an actual problem. And Penn State was good enough to make those problems a problem. And but, I think Michigan State is going to also be good enough to make those problems an actual problem. I don't think so. Not on defense. Not on defense. Um, I think on offense that now that's a different that's a different thing, but. Um, but if you don't, that's what I'm saying. If well, you bend but don't different. break, but you can score, that's what I was saying. Like if you if your team can score and it doesn't bend and break again, but bends but doesn't break against Ohio State, it can it can become concerning for Ohio but, State. Yeah, I think the thing that well, I guess what I'm trying to say is is I don't think there's another team outside of Georgia that could because here's the, here's the thing, right? Ohio State. Okay, so the stats were. Ohio State had six red zone trips. They mm-hmm. had one touchdown, four field goals, one turnover on down. What is the likelihood that that's ever going to happen again? It could, like it's that, possible. Like not even, not even, not even against Ohio State, against any team in the country. That is pitching a perfect game. That is mm-hmm. unlike, like, like that is unlikely. So that's why I'm not concerned as much. Because I don't, and I think a part of it, so, because we talked about it with the Michigan State with not being aggressive, another part of it is, if it's not, a, if it's, I think there's two things. First of all, when you mentioned the playoffs, I think if it's not a Big Ten team, or if it's not Penn State, Ohio State's going to be way more aggressive. Um, the weird things happen in rivalry games, and Ohio State fans don't like to call Penn State a rival, but they are, like, in recent history, their arrival. They have to be. Putting um, up those performances like they have been. Come on, you got. That's a rivalry serious. game. Yeah, that's a rivalry game. You got to take and them then serious. The thing with Michigan State is they're going to be more aggressive because now Michigan State is a winner lose the Big Ten kind of game. So, I see what you're saying. I don't project it being that way, but I think Michigan State is going to Michigan State is going to point out different issues for Ohio State. Okay, so I want to clarify. I'm not saying Ohio State is just going to run all over Michigan State and do whatever they want to. I just think it's going to be different issues. And the thing is, if it's different issues, Ohio State could still win by 20. 
because you have to be able to stop them in the light. Honestly, you need to be able to stop them before they get to the red zone. Because I just don't think it's just unlikely that you're against again anyone. You could give Rutgers six trips in the red zone, and you're it's not likely that you're going to hold hold them to one touchdown, four field goals, and a turnover on downs. Yeah. So yeah, that was it, it's just great game, great game. Great the Penn, I mean, Penn State. It was just the perfect performance on defense. Well, and honestly, that's the thing. Like I say it all the time, who in the country can hold Ohio State under thirty? And Ohio State scored thirty three. It is hard Pitts, to hold. Oh them man! Under 30. And, 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 and again, and and that was Pitt, a defensive but, but touchdown. That's what I was saying. It was a defensive touchdown because I was saying Penn State. Other than other than the fumble six, Penn State definitely did. Yeah. Like they, they, they did. did. They held them under but, thirty. They did. But football, but football is a team game, and Ohio true, State true. has had a defensive. Very true. Ohio State, which again, this is not again with the Iowa thing. This is not something you can rely on forever. But right. Ohio State has had a defensive touchdown in five out of eight games. Yeah, I, I just that's what I'm saying. Like it, it really, it's just because even in that, even when before that happened, they was moving. Penn State was yeah. moving. Yeah, they were, and and it's just like, and it wasn't Penn like State. it wasn't like it was like, and I, it it wasn't like maybe four or five yards. They were first down, first down, yeah. first down on on the first or second play yeah. <laughs> after the first down. So it was they was moving, and it was just like it was just that one little. It got to you got that one play. It, it was really, it, but. And that's the thing with like it's that's the thing with bend but don't break defense. Again, we say it all the time. If you want to play a bend but don't break, break defense, you have to get sacks, you have to get takeaways, and you have to force field goals. Mm-hmm. And, and it, I mean, yes. And Penn, Penn State, really, truthfully, Penn State did the best I think that team could do against Ohio State, and it was a really yeah. good job. You really, you, you take away that fumble six. It's a scary, it was a scary game with that fumble six for real. For it real. was. I mean, and that's the thing because Ohio State's defense hasn't been that good. So you think about it and you say, "Man, Ohio State's up three. Penn State has the ball. Can they score here?" Uh, you go, you go five more minutes. Ohio State's up six. Penn State has the ball. Can they score here? Like up until it was up nine, where it was a two score game with like three minutes left, you yeah. felt like Penn State could win the game the entire yeah. time. Mm-hmm. And that that is where we have to give credit to the Ohio State defense. And I feel like you. I feel like all of these people aren't giving them credit, and it's like all of you. I mean, you but all, the, the thing myself, is, but you, you yourself though, you were saying that Penn State's offense wasn't that good. So, do we give credit to Penn State's uh, Penn State's Ohio State's defense, or did all did Penn State's offense run out of gas, run out of that magic? No, you have to give, you you have to give credit to them okay. because they took the game. They created sacks. They created takeaways. Like, like again, like okay, you, you know, there are different types of takeaways, right? There mm. are quarterbacks stare down a receiver, threw the ball exactly to the safety, or there's defense got pressure, quarterback couldn't step up. Like you know, like all, like all those takeaways were forced. They weren't given. They were forced. Those sacks were forced. Like Penn State's offense isn't good all the time, but they were good that day. They were good they enough. Were. And they and they didn't run out of gas. They didn't. They were moving the ball the entire time. Ohio State's defense just made stops when it had to. And here's another reason you have to give them credit. This game was eerily similar to Oregon. The difference, Ohio State's defense didn't make stops in the Oregon game. Also, I, I mean, true, and then and it's not like Penn State tried to <laughs> – 
if Penn State would have pulled out that play to go to the left side and go out, out, out outside, maybe there's a chance they win that game because that play against Oregon just worked phenomenal. But well, I don't know. That, I, uh, the, that people have tried that again and it hasn't worked because yeah. Ohio State fixed it. And then now it's just their zone. It's the, the your uh, your zones your zones pick up can be picked apart. That, well, that's true. First of all, anyone's zone can be picked apart. But here's the thing. So like, let's, but, let's but again, the, but but uh, what I'm saying is is that we didn't think Penn State's quarterback was that type of quarterback to be picking oh, uh, picking apart I, a defense like that. No, I disagree with you on that one. Because we talked about we talked no because we talked about it with Iowa. Remember, I said Sean Clifford's not a great quarterback, but if you give him time, he'll pick apart zone because he did it against Iowa. He's always okay. done that. The difference between him and other quarterbacks is he can't create for you all the time. He's mm. a quarterback. He's he's a he's a Ryan Tannehill. He's a he's a guy where if you give him time and you put it there, he's gonna make the play. But as soon as you muddy it up, as soon as you get pressure, as soon as like you know the difference between like a Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields, when you get pressure, they're gonna run out. Of, they're gonna run out the pocket. They're gonna make magic happen. Like there are levels. So, but he, because again, they did it against Iowa before he got injured. He's yeah. good enough that if you, if you, especially zone, if you don't put pressure on him, he will tear you apart. So mm-hmm. I would, I want to, I do, okay. and I need to clarify that with certain things sometimes because I speak in absolutes and I say people aren't good. And sometimes I mean, they're not that good. Like he's right. not, okay. he's not a quarterback that's going to win you a game by himself. Okay. I get what you mean. Okay. But he's, right. he's I was good mis- enough I'm to misunderstood. hurt you. I'm mis- and that's, that's my fault. Yeah. I do that all the time. I speak like he's not good and it makes it like, no, I don't mean that like he's ass. Like he's not, he's, he's just not special. Right. Right. Um, we we should probably pay some bills. Pay some bills. Uh, take a commercial break, sir. That's what that's what commercials are. Paying bills. You're right. You're right. <laughs> All right. So so well when well when we pay bills, we need to be off of this subject. So let's finish this really true, quickly. True. Ohio State's defense deserve credit because they wouldn't have gotten the stops like they did before. Ohio State's offense has. I don't think I don't think that there's many teams that can do it, but they they do got to go to the drawing table. They have some things to figure out. Uh, this Penn State team, if they play like congratulations, this, congratulations, Penn State! Really, like, that, that was that was a beautiful game, yeah. and I know it could be heartbreaking. Don't even look at it that way. That no, was that yeah. was a great game. Yeah. It was it was a great game. And the one thing that we talked about on the instant recap, and everyone missed this. I missed it twice. Penn State was fighting for their life. Mm-hmm. That was going to be three. Not, not only was it a rivalry game, which is big enough for itself, they were fighting against three straight losses. And yep. I, myself in particular, I didn't put enough stock into the fact that Penn State, like I just, all I saw was the Illinois game and I didn't put enough stock into the fact that Penn State was fighting to save their season. Yeah, I, I, I did not. My thing, I, I said it. I said it. I was like, I don't think Penn State's going to come out there because of the fact that they played so long, and I thought they'd be exhausted. I thought they'd be mentally beaten, and it came out and said, "Look, we might lose this game, but we gonna, we gonna, we gonna go down swinging." And they went down swinging, and they, they threw some haymakers. They threw yeah, some they haymakers. Did. 
And again, this is one of those things when you talk about Jim Harbaugh and you talk about some of that, some of these things, you have to question, do we believe, do mm. you believe mm. that in the same exact situation, mm. you lose a close game to Iowa, you lose a game in nine overtimes to Illinois, and then you go and play your rival. Do we think Jim Harbaugh is having his team that prepared and his ah. team is coming out and throwing those punches and his team is trying to win that game like that? Nah, I don't think so. I don't think so. And if, and if the answer is no, which it is for both of us, you should probably fire him. Yeah. Yeah. So with that, we, we're going to, we're going to pay some bills. Um, but man, two great games, two amazing games. And I just, I think we should, we just got to enjoy them. And I, Ohio State plays Michigan State and Michigan. Michigan plays Penn State and Ohio State. Penn State plays Penn State. Like They all still play each other. We're in for rankings, no rankings. It doesn't matter. We're in for some great games. Uh, just just not next week, which we're yep. going yep. to talk about when we come back from paying some bills. Uh, so see you on the other side of the ads. All right, welcome back to the I-70 football show where we just spent an hour recapping two games because they were two of the best games of the season. So Yeah, man, and they it, were the most important games really for that week too. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy because like we haven't touched on, which we're not going to do for a lot because we do still need to recap. We haven't touched on Wisconsin blowing out Iowa. Which... I, I, <laughs> I, I don't even I mean, know, I, man. I'm sure that was somewhere in all the scenarios that we laid out, but it was one of the least believable. <laughs> yeah, because we, we we were joking about scores for like at least five or six minutes, and one of I know one of the joking scores we were like Wisconsin. If Wisconsin pulls up like thirty, it might be a blowout. Yeah, and then they look, did. At, look at that. <clears throat> and man, it's just like you know, like sometimes you say things and then it happens in a way that you didn't expect. Like, I've been yeah. saying into this entire time, Iowa's offense isn't good, and their defense is going to regress to the mean. And boy, have they regressed. Yeah, yeah, it is. <clears throat> and it, it's because they're, they're on the field a lot, because their offense isn't good. Yeah. And if the offense was just half as good as that defense. Half as good as be different. We it, Iowa could be a really, really scary team. And now it's kind of going, yeah. Wisconsin might take the... Uh, Wisconsin is in the West, right? Yep. Right? Yeah, Wisconsin might take the West. Well, okay. Actually, let's pull this up really, really quickly because I don't know how close it is. Uh, Big Ten standings. It's Wisconsin. We, we're supposed two. to be keeping up with that. We got Guys, look, we have our own, like, our own setup to show us the different yeah. records and stuff, and we haven't <clears> kept <throat> up with it since week three. <laughs> yeah, so so I'm gonna be completely honest. Uh, the reason why we haven't kept up with it is because like it's a lot of copy and pasting, and then once the standings change, mm-hmm. we're gonna like we would have to like keep moving teams up and down, and that's just a lot. It's just so much easier to Google it and like Google do it for us. I'm so, gonna update it at the end because I want to see like we have to look because we do still have a challenge going. We oh, haven't yeah, figured right. out exactly how we're going to like say who won or lost. It's going to be somewhere around like accuracy of win losses, which is going to be ass for both of us. Uh, it's going to be so bad for both of us. Man. Uh, but, <laughs> oh, um, man. Especially because just Purdue on its own. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Indiana, Indiana screwed both of us. Oh, man. Easily. So, um, 
Yeah, so Wisconsin, I'm sorry, Minnesota is first in sole possession of the Big Ten West. There is a three-team tie for second. Wisconsin, Purdue, and Iowa. They're all three and two. But Minnesota can, essentially what it's going to be is it's going to end up, especially when does this game happen? Minnesota, Golden Gophers. They oh let's see that game has to be coming up soon, right? No, that's the last game of the season. Oh, beautiful. So essentially beautiful. if the teams keep winning, it's gonna end up being Wisconsin versus Minnesota for the Big Ten West Championship and a winner take all sixty minute dogfight. Oh that's gonna be nice. That's gonna That'd be, be nice. So um I do my yeah, Wisconsin in there though. Well, Purdue are Purdue needs Wisconsin to beat Minnesota because Minnesota already beat Purdue. Yeah. Oh, never mind. I lied. I lied. Purdue has to play Michigan State and then Ohio State. I right, never mind. <laughs> never Minnesota. Mind. Minnesota has to play Illinois, who they should beat. That's yep. their next game. Iowa. Iowa. Who, they're gonna blow out. They're gonna blow out. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like the way Iowa's playing, they're gonna win. Then they play Indiana. That, they should win that. You know, that's still a toss-up because, you know, you never know who Indiana's going to pull out that day. But but that's the ninth game of the season. Do you think Indiana's given up by then? Uh, that's the ninth game. Um, it depends, it depends, it depends they, on has, it, it depends on what type of culture you want to set because you might not – your season might be over, but you preparing for next year. Well, so here's the thing, right? And this is actually a good question to bring up. We talk about it all the time with coaches with like um, stick, right? Or whatever, mm-hmm. where it's like when it's winning, it's easy to love a weird coach. Yeah. It's easy to buy into his mantra. It's easy to buy into his little quirks. But when you're losing and he's still trying to say those things, it's yeah. real easy to check out because it's, it's, it's annoying. It becomes annoying. Like when, <clears throat> when you have a coach who hugs you when you get off the bus and tells you to love each other and love is the most important thing in your culture, which first of all, again, kudos to him because as grown men and especially as young black men, we need to hear that and we need to tell each other we love each other and all that other kind of stuff. Like kudos to him. That's cool, but that's easy when you're winning. When you're losing and that coach is telling you, like, I love you, like, that coach is giving you hugs and stuff, it's just like, bro, I don't care. We're losing. It comes off real real fake and real annoying, and then you're like, bro, I don't like this mess. So culture, it's not that the culture is bad. It's just can it's hard to buy into that when you're losing. It's hard to buy into a suit. Not that you like football players are, are masochists sometimes, as you like to say. Like sometimes you need somebody to dog you. Sometimes you yeah. like, you played like you you played like shit. Like you don't want to be here. Like go home. Like you need like there's a there's a level to that, especially as the generations get younger. Like there's yeah. some things like, you know, when I was in high school, I had a coach that essentially said that uh they're going to rape us in in so such words. <laughs> I, I know uh, what you mean. I know it's it's just still yeah. wild to hear too. But I, I, like, I do like I do know what you mean by that. Yeah. There are things that you there are things you don't say anymore, and that's not even that long ago. But regardless, the point <laughs> really is wasn't. like yeah. the, the regardless the point is like some players need hard coaching, and that super positive "I love you" when you're down and out stuff gets real annoying real it's quick. A, it, it, when you have a good mix of both. Because like a lot of people be like you don't want like a lot of 
parents and stuff like that. I don't want my uh my kid going to a culture where he's always gonna be yelled at. And sometimes True. you know you need that. You you do yeah. need that. Tough love is <clears throat> is valuable when it's tough love mixed is still in. Love. Yeah, when it's mixed in with that positive love, there's a little tough love can be can be really uh impactful. And some sometimes you need it. Sometimes teams need it. And uh, Indiana, and, you never know what Indiana's. We don't know what's going on in like the locker room. Right, like maybe know. they are receiving it and stuff. But who knows? But if they're if but if they're not, right. by game nine they could pack yeah, it up. It, yeah, I could. I I'd be sick of hearing it too. Especially if we just, especially if we're losing close games and you're still like, hey, I, I love you. It's, it like I get it. It's like a, a close games where you could think like, man, we almost won it, but it's eventually that 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 can run on you, and you're just like, all right, bro, we keep losing these close games, and and you 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 still seem to have this positive outlook on it, and that can be really annoying. I yeah, that can come off it, really really annoying. And here's the thing, right? There's really also not too many positives. They just lost to Maryland. Yeah. Like, like they they don't have a big list. Like, I I had this shocked me. They do not have a conference win yet. Oh, they might. Yeah, you might be right about giving up then. They're if, I didn't know that. Five I didn't in the know conference, that. two and six overall. I didn't know that. Indiana's still only two and six. They put up good performances. A few good performances, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And here's the thing. Their next game's against Michigan. Mm. And then they play Rutgers. And then Michigan. They, and Michigan's angry right now. At least they should yeah. be. They should be. Yeah. So, yeah. And then, so what happens if they get blown out? If they get blown what if, the, if First of all, if they get blown out by Michigan, their season could be over. But mm-hmm. regardless of what happens to that Michigan game, if they lose to Rutgers, who is the team right above them in the standing, by the time they – there's no way they don't give up. If they're 2-8 and eight, – with yeah. no Big Ten losses, and they just lost to Rutgers, the second worst team in the East. Literally, that's going to be the battle of I don't want to be the worst team in the East. And if they lose that game, there's no. I just don't see them beating Minnesota. No, I. Oh, well, getting, no, I don't. I don't. Um, I definitely still pick. I pick in Minnesota. I think I just for some reason still have a silver lining for most teams because like you've been asking me this all year, and I go, well, I mean, there's still a chance. I don't think they're going to be Minnesota. I, but I was just saying, like maybe they, you know, you never know. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes weird things happen, especially in in late in the season. Weird things can happen. This is true. I mean, yeah. It, who knows what's going to happen? Side note: you saying you saying so. There's a chance. Just reminded me of the fact that. <clears throat> I had on RG3's broadcast for literally 45 seconds, and he literally said, so you're telling me there's a chance? Another <laughs> so cultural. He's still, so, another, so he's still doing memes? Oh, my God. <laughs> bro, I'm telling you, it was less than a minute because I forgot he was on the broadcast. Well, and who I was, was he talking something. about then? Because I, 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 um, what game was he on? He was on. He's on. He's on ESPN. It was another like. It was another really good game, which is why I ended up turning this the sound up. Oh uh, man, I don't even that? know who played because I literally I I turned on Georgia for a second and then was like, nah, this is a blowout. And like, Wait, so I don't even know who I watched. Actually, hold on. I can I can just go to Twitter because that's how I found out he was on the game. And it's funny because I had the game muted. 
And somebody was like, oh, he's actually on this game. And I'm like, oh, thank God I have it muted. <laughs> and then I turned it on for literally 45 seconds. And he said it. I was just like, oh. Oh, man. Yo, he's a this cringe versus man right there. This There's guy. no reason to be that, bro. You don't got to be that. Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> like, please, please stop God, it. God, stop. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So that was fun. Um, but, oh, yeah, so man. Minnesota, we got to give a little bit of props to them because a lot of us. They found a way to come back. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of and, and, and the, um, the, um, the coach of the year is going to Mel Tucker. It is. Oh yeah. But oh but, yeah. Uh, PJ Fleck will be should be second in that running. If it don't go to uh, Georgia's coach. Well, I'm sorry. I meant Big Ten coach of the year. Ah, God. okay, okay. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But the yeah. Nat, but the mat, the national coach of the year is still probably going to go to Mel Tucker because we expect this from Georgia. We don't expect it from Michigan State. Okay. If Mel Tucker's ten and two or eleven and one, I think he gets coach of the year. Okay, so, well, I but I, I, I'm but, not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. I was talking about Big Ten coach of the year. I didn't specify. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. So yeah, uh, he was he was on the FSU Clemson game. Oh, oh. Why is he doing? Oh, now Clemson I understand games? why he said it too. Yeah, I didn't have the volume up on that game either, <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't even know he was on it. Yeah. I just I turned to that game because like I wanted to see Clemson lose. Same. <laughs> Same. Yeah, so that was fun. All right. Um, let's see, where are we at? We've spent We're, we got a preview a few games. An hour and twelve minutes talking about. But it's just like it, those games were so good it's hard not to talk about them. Yeah. But okay, so let's let's get into the preview a little bit. So this week, so I, I think this week we've said that a few times, nothing really interesting this week, but truth it doesn't mean it doesn't mean the games won't let let's say this. Yeah. There's nothing impactful. But it there's nothing the here where I'm going, Ooh, I can't wait to watch. There's no game right. on the list right now that I'm like, man, I want to watch that game. Maybe Michigan State Purdue. I'm not gonna lie. Because Purdue's been playing very well and Michigan we we all know Michigan State's <laughs> undefeated. It's actually funny. Someone tweeted this. They were like, oh, great win, great top 10 win by um, Michigan State. I wonder who they play next. And then they put up Purdue because Purdue loves to ruin people's good seasons. And Purdue's ranked, right? They sh- I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure they're ranked. Hold on. Did I miss that? Are they? I didn't I didn't really pay too much attention to the rankings because I was going to stop doing that bit now that the playoffs are coming out. Yeah. Because the AP poll is not going to mean anything. Yeah, I just I just googled it. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, they're not. Wow, really? Yeah, no, they're not. Hmm. I'd have them ranked uh, in what's, what's over Penn State being ranked. I'm not gonna lie to you. I mean, I I wouldn't be mad at it. Yeah. So yeah, I knew. Um, see, that's we were talking about this yesterday. I figured Michigan wouldn't wouldn't fall that far. They're still in the top ten, which mm-hmm. yeah makes sense. Makes sense. Which which is gonna be good because Ohio State's gonna need two top yep. ten wins to get sure into is. the playoffs. Yep, sure are. Um, yeah. But yeah, so um, yeah, the the Minnesota um, Michigan State Purdue game is gonna be interesting because Purdue loves to ruin people's season, and they're Love just it. good enough. They are just good enough. Yeah. And, and Michigan State, it could be a high. 
it could be a high. And ooh, I didn't think about that. Yeah, you could still be running off of that. Like, oh, we just beat Michigan, really close game, and come out flat and get. St- it, it, I mean, mm-hmm. Purdue. They. It's not like Purdue hasn't put a mud hole in people. They, they stomped yeah. Iowa. So and 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 listen to this, right? Listen to this. Their next two games are against Purdue and Maryland, mm-hmm. and then they play Ohio State. It is very possible for them to be looking ahead. It's very possible for them to be looking ahead and them to say ten and zero versus it could be one Ohio State for the Big Ten championship. It could end up being the same thing that happened um, with Penn State, whereas they're yeah looking ahead and end up losing two games. Yeah, so I I think they beat. I think Michigan State beats Maryland no matter what. Mm-hmm. Actually, oh, I don't know. Maryland has a good offense, and 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 Michigan State's defense was making Cade McNamara look like he was a Heisman contender. And I still think Tilo, I still think uh, Tilua Tagovailoa is better than Cade. Yeah, Michigan well, Michigan State they 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 can't take the foot off the gas. I don't think yeah. they will with Mel Tucker, but they can't take the foot off the gas. They definitely can't. Essentially, you so gotta, you um, just got to keep going and just keep going. Yeah, so I think Michigan State wins this game, but I think the score is a touchdown or less. I do still think this so is a close So I game. don't agree. I think Michigan okay. State turns on the gas in the second half. It'll be close okay. in the first, and then they'll wake up and be like, whoa, yo, we can't lose this game, and turn it up a notch in the second half. Okay, so that's fair. So, like, you don't have to give a score, but, like, how many points do you think they win by? 10, 15. 17, 15? Okay, 15 is fair. Another interesting one, Minnesota versus Illinois. And this is interesting because, again, Minnesota is leading the Big Ten West. Right. If they lose this game. I don't think they will. I think they're going to blow Illinois out. I don't know. Illinois has been tough. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, but, I mean, it's kind of the best you can expect against, you know, like – they're in a, a major, massive rebuild. Like they were because I mean, because like, like, like there's there was a time where they didn't put up anything against Wisconsin, so and stuff like that. So yeah. I think I, Illinois is tough, but still not tough enough. I don't think they're tough enough. But it, but Minnesota lost to Bowling Green. Uh, again, we're over that. We've been, yeah. past, we've we, been we're we past are. that. We're past that. You, we can't are, keep, you can't keep bringing that up, sir. It's I, the reason why I say that now. is the reason why I say that is Minnesota has to keep proving it essentially. But this is a game that they absolutely have to win. Yeah. It's a game they have to win because with the way tiebreakers work and some things like that, I genuinely think like first of all, if if Wisconsin wins loses another game, which is entirely possible, Minnesota could lose to Wisconsin and still win the West. Yeah. But with Minnesota can't lose to Illinois and still expect to win the West. So that yeah. game does have some interesting stakes on it. I, I can't say the game's gonna be super fun to watch, but it has some interesting stakes. Um I think I could find something interesting in most of these games. I can't find anything interesting in Iowa Northwestern. No, I no. You know why I think it's interesting? Because I think Iowa can lose. <laughs> That's why but, I think it's interesting. I think Iowa because oh. I mean Iowa's offense can't really score. So yeah. I think it, that's what's interesting there is that can Iowa is yeah, can is, they write the can, ship? Can, yeah, can Iowa win? Can you can you turn this around? Because your your destiny is still in your hands. 
That's true. And that's the, the exact same storyline with Penn State versus Maryland, especially because, again, for Ohio State, Ohio State wants Penn State to go on a little roll. They want yeah. Penn State to stay ranked. Even if it's in the 20s, they want Penn State to stay ranked. But it's like, but first of all, this game could get bad for Maryland. It can. Because, like, this is either Penn State's going to give up, which I doubt, but they yeah, could give oh, up. Oh, no, no, they're not. If but they like, didn't give up, they didn't give guess, up this past week, they're not giving yeah. up at all for the rest so of the like, year. They're going to they're gonna go into this game after losing three straight and two games that they felt they should have won. This might be really ugly for Maryland. Yeah, this might be like a. a, it's a, a and it's, and it's going to be like, I'm sorry, I got to do this, though. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, like, like this, it's this not your fault. You didn't do it, but you, you're getting, the brunt, yeah, you're getting yeah. the brunt of it. Yeah, this might be like a 35 to 13 type of game where, like, Penn State just bullies them. And, yeah, like, especially if you don't, now that you're looking at your office and you're like, we're pretty right, good. There's we some positives we there. We can move. We can there's move. There's some positives there. And then, and then you look at the defense to lose. Because Maryland's defense isn't. Yeah, isn't Maryland's defense isn't. It's not that good, I don't think. It's not that good. Yeah, they they can. Yeah, yeah this you, is. That pass rush might it's a good, home. Yeah, it's a good. It's a good game for Penn It's a game Penn State definitely needs. Yeah, for sure. Just, sure. to, just to be like, all right, cool, man. Let's get this, this stank of losing off our shoulders. Especially because, like we said, like you said it before we started recording, Penn State could still go 9-3. and three Because who's going to tell you that the Penn State that showed up against Ohio State? And and not only that, right? Penn State would have beaten Iowa if Sean Clifford didn't get injured. Yep. We have yeah. to put that out there. Yeah. And Sean Clifford was injured during Illinois. So, honestly, you could say two of their three losses – their starting quarterback was injured. Yeah. He looked healthy against Ohio State, so I'm not he sure did an injured thing against Ohio he State. He sure did. But, hey, they would have beaten Iowa if he, was, if he wasn't injured. And they probably would have beaten Illinois, Iowa, too. Man. Because think about it. If he's healthy, he probably catches that Philly special and scores. True. So they could still go 9-3. and three. No one's going to tell you that this team can't beat Michigan. No one's going to tell you that this team can't beat Michigan State. They beat – they beat uh, they beat Maryland here. That's a step towards it. Yeah, it's a they, it's a it's a it's a nice little it, it's to beat Maryland. It's not like it's a like an impressive win. It's just a win that it's just necessary for, for your morale for your yes for something like that is 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 needed. Yep. And then we have we have Indiana versus Michigan, which this is interesting. Like I said, we can find something interesting about most of these games. Indiana versus Michigan is interesting because. Does Michigan have resolve, or are they going to lose a game? Yeah, this lose? is this is a this is a test, especially since Indiana apparently stinks. Because I didn't know they were two. <laughs> I didn't know they only had two wins on the season. Yeah. So yeah, you you got to come out and be like, look, look, Indiana. It's you the same. It's the same to... thing for Maryland. It's like, look, Indiana. Yes. I'm sorry, but you about this to catch this butt whooping. Yeah, it's not your fault, yeah. but hey, you got to go. Them out. <laughs> You have to blow them out, and if you blow them out, it creates some interest because, again, it's not ideal, but there are some paths for them still to win the Big Ten. I feel bad for Rutgers because Wisconsin on a roll. Wisconsin has been on a roll. What if the old? What if Wisconsin of like three weeks ago shows up? I doubt it. I doubt it. When you when you got that when you got the roll, once it start going, you got that swagger. Yeah, yeah. Once you start start, going, it's like a snowball. Once it starts going, and it's kind of it's kind of hard to stop. 
with Wisconsin, they're like, hey, this season hasn't gone the way we wanted it to go, and, and we, we can still, still got a chance. Big Ten West. That's why I'm saying, like, I feel bad for Rutgers because they have a chance to win the, their their conference, so they're going to be playing like they need to win their conference. And, and this is this is a whole bunch of like this week is a whole bunch of like you did nothing to me, but you're going to take this punishment. Yep, because. I, I, do we it's the same from Nebraska. That's exactly what I'm <laughs> saying. Because it's like, yo, we, we, think- we just had this really tough game, and they made us look kind of, kind of uh, mediocre. So sorry, so Nebraska. Gonna, <laughs> yeah, we, we need to get these style points off of you. <laughs> like, like we need another, we need another fifty to thirteen, Ooh, dog. Like, I'm sorry. Terrible. <laughs> I'm yeah. so, sorry, Randall. I was like, good lord. But it's like we need a, we need another 50, 50 to thirteen dog. I'm sorry, Nebraska. This yeah, is sorry. not your fault. Sorry, big dog. <laughs> but, but but we talked about it. Ohio State's defense has been forcing turnovers, and Adrian Martinez loves to turn the ball over. Yeah, that's what it's like, man. So sorry, so sorry, Nebraska, Rutgers, Rutgers, Indiana. <laughs> y'all uh, didn't do nothing. Y'all didn't. In Maryland, this. yeah, like, y'all it, did not it, deserve this. And it's crazy. You know what's going to really, really throw me for a loop and it's going to just confuse me. I was going to come out and blow out Northwestern. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna have like four turnovers again. They have like four. And then I'm gonna just be like, and I'm gonna just no, 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 no. What's really gonna happen is that the offense is gonna score all the touchdowns, and you're gonna gonna be like, wait, what is happening here? No, I. I, This is the week. (laughs) This is the week of what. And it's gonna start with that game. It's, it's I just don't believe that that's possible. <laughs> hey, just, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, you it, it, I can I can see it because it's just so stupid. It's because it, yeah. college football it has one of those weeks where stupid stuff happens, and I think this is going to be that week. And I think Iowa's going to come out and have a good offense for one week, <laughs> one single week out of the whole. Well, year. the stupidest thing that can happen is. Um, Purdue beating Michigan State because Michigan State's going to be ranked really high. They're going to be ranked really they're, high. They're ranked five right now. Yeah, but I'm talking that's well, that's really high. But I think they're going to they be they could potentially be in the top four in the first playoff ranking. Oh, uh, they may not be, but they could potentially. And then they're going to go play Purdue. <laughs> who what should they, be? I really think they should be ranked in the top twenty-five. I can't believe they're not. This, yeah, this is this is funny. I don't think this is going to happen. But what if they put Michigan State at two and Purdue beats them? <laughs> Because Purdue takes with the, the same thing that happened to Iowa <laughs> and Purdue Michigan. Takes, <laughs> Purdue takes the number two team as disrespect. Like you're going to be the number two team in the country and come and play us. All right, all right. That's an that's mm-hmm. an L. Because that's what happened with Iowa, isn't that what Iowa was? That's exactly two yes. And went yes. into Purdue and lost. <laughs> and when and when Purdue beat Ohio State, Ohio State was ranked number two. Number two. Yep. They have a history. Bro, they, yeah, they, you got a two next to your name? All right, bet. Yeah, <laughs> Not <exactly>. anymore. <laughs> Mich- Michigan State is praying to be between three and six. <laughs> <laughs> keep us at five, bro. Keep us at five. <laughs> if you keep us at five, we win this game. You put us at two, Purdue's going to beat us by 30. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, this this week is interesting because, like you said, there's so many games where it's like, Teams have to prove it. Like, Ohio State needs style points. Because here's the thing. When it comes to Ohio State and the Big Ten, 
they don't get the benefit of the doubt that Alabama and Georgia and them do. Like, like Alabama, and I won't say that entirely because like people are in, are entirely forgetting that Ohio State lost to Oregon. So Ohio mm-hmm. State does get some benefit of the doubt. Let me be clear. I'm I'm not gonna play because you were, y'all, y'all skyrocketed back up yeah. to uh, top <laughs> top ten. Yeah, I'm, really. I am, <laughs> I am not. I am not gonna play the victim game with Ohio State. We get more benefit of the doubt than most, <laughs> but. Because I tell you right now, as oh, same with Notre Dame. How are y'all that high? You know what? Just don't ask. Just leave it alone. (laughs) Just leave it alone. Every year I ask this that question. Like, why is Notre Dame so high? Because the it's the name Notre Dame. Man, please. They ain't been that name in years. Yeah, so (laughs) they haven't. So this is gonna be very interesting for sure. A lot of games where a lot of teams need style points. A lot of teams need to blow these teams out. And there's a whole bunch of teams who did nothing wrong and just might just get a whooping. Just might get thrown into a locker for no reason. Yeah, yeah. It's really going to be a bully beatdown for a lot of these schools. And just for, like, it, it, the only school – because the only school where it's going to be a beatdown, but it's not because they need it, is going to be Rutgers, the Wisconsin game. Because Wisconsin is just on a roll, and that's why yeah. it's going to be a beatdown. Just, Everything else is just like, no, we need to beat you up. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> like, I apologize. Like, this is a this is a terrible analogy. You know what? I'm like, wrong. I'm still wrong about that, Wisconsin, because Wisconsin needs to beat them. So yeah, yeah, never mind. Because, yeah, for them, yeah, for them to get, for them to stay in the race of the Big Ten West. Yeah, so never mind. Yeah, this is nothing but. Yeah, sorry, bro. <laughs> yeah. So uh, apologize if you liked our little ranked team segment. We are probably not doing that anymore because the AP poll doesn't matter. Um, I think I think we'll transition to maybe like a prediction kind of thing once we see how the first playoff rankings go or we'll find some way to talk about it but like this week at least there's really no point in talking about it because the AP poll doesn't matter so I guess in the the sort of prediction type whatever thing um I guess I just ask where do you think Ohio State Penn State where do you think Ohio State Michigan and Michigan State are ranked in the playoffs yeah well Michigan's not in it um wait wait, 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 wait they still do a top 25 Oh, oh, oh. Um, yeah, they still do a top 25. Uh, I'll probably put Ohio State 405, 4 or 5. The hell okay. is that accent? Um, <laughs> 405. <laughs> four um, Michigan State 405. Okay. I, that's where I would, because I'm, I'm going to drop Oklahoma down a little bit, even though they've yeah. been getting like blowout wins and stuff, but I'm going to drop Oklahoma down a little bit. So it's okay. between Michigan State and Ohio State is between four or five. You could flip either of those two. Um, okay. I'd have Michigan eight. Eight's fair. Mm-hmm. I was going to, I was going to say nine. They're nine in the AP poll right now. I think they'll stay at nine. Um, but here's a, here's another big question. I think Michigan has a better resume than Notre Dame. That's why I say eight. That's fair. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Uh, okay. So, oh wow, um, Dalvin Cook is so good. You know what's crazy? Side note: When Florida State couldn't win with Dalvin Cook as their running back, I knew it was going to be a long like five to ten years. Because <laughs> <laughs> Dalvin Cook was so good. At yeah, Florida he was State. really good. Yeah. Man, there was there was no hole there, and he just made it. He just made something out of nothing. 
there was push, but there was people there, and he just. Like, I think he and I think he he, made a, uh, he gets overlooked for one he of does. the best running backs in Boom. the league. He makes a miss in the hole and just. Oh yeah! Oh wow! Yeah, he's so good. Um, so another question, um, Oregon. Do you think because it's different people now? Do you okay. think they, in the beginning at least, do you think they rank Oregon over Ohio State or not? Obviously, the AP poll is not. Do you think the playoffs I, will? Uh, uh, to it, really, I they should because it would make sense. Because again, while Ohio State is doing well, I, we still beat y'all. So like, <laughs> that's yeah. why I was like, I think they should. They're not going to, but I do think they should just because of that. I got that W. And while you're st- yeah. while you're still winning games and beating people, so are we, and we beat y'all. So, and the thing with that, like, and so that's why I think I don't. I'm torn between Ohio State at five or six. I think Ohio State or I think Ohio State or Oregon will be five or six. It just depends okay. on which one they rank in front of the other ones. But I will say this: I have no issue. As long as Ohio State's in the top six, mm-hmm. I have no issue where they're ranked because Ohio State has two ten, top ten wins yeah. on their schedule. If they and, win, if they and win, they got, yeah, and they got, Michigan, they got a few. Yeah, Michigan should be a top ten win as long as Michigan keeps winning. Michigan State should be a top ten win. Either way, they'll both be top twenty five wins. Like that's what's going to push Ohio State into the playoffs right. because yeah. Oregon's not going to have those top twenty five. Yeah, and that's what I'm. That's what and which is still weird because it's like. I get what you're saying, and like if I was, I'm just talking about it, and like an Oregon standpoint, it's like yeah, they got those top 25 wins, and we beat team, we beat a team who's getting these wins. So like I, that's why I was looking at it as a or on Oregon side, but you're completely correct. Like Ohio State the, is gonna have at the end of the day, yeah. it's gonna have those wins, so it should the, they should be ahead. And the best thing about the playoffs is you're allowed to have one loss. Like yeah. that's that's part of the reason they did the playoffs over the BCS is because it's hard to go undefeated. It is, yeah. and if you can have one, and there's a there's like losing to a like it sucks for Oregon because you would think like you're saying they want the case of we beat you so we should be ahead of you, but yeah. all they're doing is they're bolstering Ohio State's case by saying yeah you lost but you lost to a team we have ranked in the top ten and then you beat two top ten teams you're good. You didn't lose to an unranked team. You didn't lose like like and, you know, and then they're going to be like, well, you were young. You changed your defensive coordinator. Like, there's a lot of positives, and you beat two top ten teams. And <clears throat> you know, Oregon wants that we beat a top, you know, whatever team we should get in. We bought, we bought, we beat a top five team. Like that's but what it's, it's really going to work in Ohio State's favor because yeah. Oregon doesn't have any good wins outside. Like, and it's like they have outside the best that win, one outside that one win. I think they said already at this point in the season, everyone in the Pac-12 has three losses or more except Oregon. Man. That's crazy. Man. <laughs> and Oregon has Wait, a Wait, isn't Oklahoma State – Oklahoma State's not in the Pac-12? No, they're, they're in, in the Big 12. 12. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, 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 yeah. And that's and that is still, again, saying that Oregon wins out, which they may not. So, who knows? Um, okay, so let, let's let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up with our pit stops. Um, I know you have a pit stop, so you can go first. Okay. Um, so my pit stop's about the NFL, uh, specifically Mike Tomlin, arguably the best coach in the NFL right now. And 
at least been the most consistent coach in the NFL for the past 15 years. And it really blows my mind how that man hasn't had a losing season, has a better winning record than Andy Reid and uh, some other coaches with the same amount of time frame. And seems for some reason his job is always on the hot seat. I don't get it. Um, I, I didn't I, – I understand – USC and uh, LSU wanting him, but for like for his name for like like his name to be out there is just really weird to me because he he's and a lot of people have already talked about this, so I won't be long. But he's he's a tenured coach, a successful coach for one of the best franchises in the NFL. How is his name for college being brought up? I don't understand. And, well, I do understand it. We know the reason why. It's just really weird. And I was glad he brought up Sean Payton, especially Sean Payton, because I think he's overrated. But Mm. I was glad he brought up Sean Payton and Andy Reid, because it's like, I'm better than them statistically, and no one's thinking about hiring them. But you're thinking about trying to pull me away from my historic storied franchise. Why would I leave the Pittsburgh Steelers? Why would, why, why? For what reason? That it was, and I think them asking that question of him going to, like, how would you, how do you feel about the rumors of you going to USC? It was just, it was just idiotic to ask. It was truly idiotic to ask because I, I, next to Bill Belichick, who better than me? Hey, he's 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 allowed to ask. Like I, I'm just, and it's it's just, I really wish people would stop trying to put him on the hot seat. I'm, I've been to two Super Bowls. Sean Payton, when's the last time you've been to one? I mean, I mean, that's another question you can ask. Like, I'm just saying. You usually I'm winning my division. Sean Payton, you you sometimes you are, sometimes you're not. This is a good chance I'm probably gonna win my division. There's still a good chance. There's still a good chance that they could win this division this year. While playing bad, and the Steelers could still win the AFC North, I don't think the Saints are going to win their division, even though they just got this win. No, so I don't understand. No. They're not. Mm-mm. That's all. I'm. That's all I'm saying. Like, st- you know, you know, not many black NFL head coaches, and he always the one on the hot seat. And I'm sick of it. And that's and my favorite team. On top of that, too, so it's really annoying. Yeah, that's dumb. Um, I I can't believe that people are asking for, and then and then it's like he hasn't had a losing season. Ever. First of all, they should have given him a ten year contract when he didn't have a losing season when Mason freaking Rudolph was their starting quarterback because Ben was injured. Yep. Like how the hell? Like like they should have been like, be, "Hey, bro, we'll just keep paying you every year and give him a lifetime contract mm-hmm. until you like, want to sit down and stop coaching. You can be here. You're gonna be here as long as you want. Because we what? all know that's the truth. They don't fire their coaches for real unless you're really terrible. Yeah. But no one's been terrible for the Steelers. We've had three coaches but, in the past 40, 50 years. Yeah, and then last year they freaking went like what fourteen and two or something stupid. No, there was a couple of losses at the end. Yeah, it was because like, of injuries and stuff. But we started off eleven and zero. But he's, and here's the thing that I need people to understand because I don't know why this is even a conversation because this doesn't happen that often. 
NFL coaches don't want to coach in college. No. Nope. They don't want to recruit. They don't want to talk to 16-year-olds. They nope. don't want to talk to parents. Like, like NFL coaches have the best job when it comes to football coaching because here's the thing. They get half the year off. Sure, they work a little bit in the summer, but they're, they're literally months there are months where they're not allowed to contact their own players because yep. of the collective bargaining agreement. You don't think they're on vacation? Like college football coaches get one month a year that they can go vacation. Yeah, one I'm month. Not doing no spring training and stuff like. No, nah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. And th- and then they get they get like they they play the season. They work a month or so doing some self scouting that kind of stuff. Depending on the dynamic. In the room, they may do some draft stuff, again, depending on the dynamics. Some coaches have no control over that. They get yeah. some break. They probably aren't working 40-hour weeks. Then they then they ramp up for the draft. They do rookie mini camp. Then they get, like, two months off uh, where it's very – where even if it's not just vacation, because obviously they're working, they have time for vacation. They're getting to see their family. They get weekends off, whatever it is, and then they ramp up for the season. You don't get that in college. College coaches don't get no time off. One month a year, one month a year. And the only reason they get that month off is because the NCAA put a dead period in for recruiting. Yeah. And even still, that month, their players are on campus for summer classes. They could just get a little bit more leeway because the strength coaches work with them and not the on-field coaches. Right. Like, they just, like, so NFL job is significant. And then why better. would I go a lot of cases, see? USC hasn't been their name since wasn't Pete Carroll was there. And where did Pete Carroll want to go? The and, NFL. Pete Car- and Pete Carroll, I no one wants to talk about it, but we always like we forget that Pete Carroll ruined USC. He left. We forget because he was good there and he was immediately good in the NFL. People forget that he left UFC with sanctions. He oh yeah. Oh yeah. He got ran out of USC. I forgot about that. Uh, most did. people do. <laughs> so, he did get pushed out. Of the, oh, yeah. No, see, look, I'm not going to USC. I might go to LSU, but I'm still not leaving. I'm not leaving the Steelers. Yeah. I'm not leaving no. the Steelers. Most, most, especially lifer NFL guys, don't want to go to college. The only reason Jim Harbaugh came to college is because his name had a little bit of a stain on it in the NFL, and it was his dream Which job. Which is still weird all. to me. Yeah. It really was, because that was dumb. And it was his dream job at his alma mater. Yeah, that's like like if, if Michigan that. was if Michigan wasn't open, he wasn't going to Texas. He wasn't going to USC. Like he wasn't. He would have found another. Any. He would have found another but NFL also, job. But also, been. the difference between Jim Harbaugh is Jim Harbaugh was a college coach who was successful in the NFL. He started out in college. He was mm-hmm. at Stanford and all the other places. Has Tomlin ever even coached in college? Uh, he was an assistant years ago. Like so, like maybe his first job. Yeah, yeah, something like that. It was like something like that. Yeah, so like, like Jim Harbaugh was a college coach for the majority yeah. of his career, and then just went so back. To I'll tell you that if Michigan, if Michigan's uh, job wasn't available, Jim Harbaugh would be calling like coaching Dallas right now, or even something like that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, maybe he would have taken a year off, went or to go Denver work for his or, other, yeah. or something, and then he would have gotten the next job that opened that next year. Yeah, so. yeah, he'd be you know. for. Yeah, for my pit stop, I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it quick. And it's funny because I was like, "Do I want to do this one?" And then someone tweeted at me, and it solidified what I was gonna do. Ohio State fans, football fans in general, please 
learn the difference between concepts. And if you watch a lot of football, it's not that hard. I promise you. There's a difference between RPO and play action. That's not. Oh my god! Talking. Oh, that's, people don't know that yet. No, but that's not even what I'm talking about. Please understand that there is a zone run. And then there is zone read. Just mm-hmm. because zone read became popular for two or three years doesn't mean every single zone run is a zone read. I'm yeah. so tired of Ohio State fans complaining that the quarterback doesn't run the ball on read plays. It is not a read play. Yeah. It is a zone play. There's no yeah, read component. Yeah. CJ Stroud doesn't even carry out a fake. He doesn't look at the DN. He hands the ball off. Yeah, it's, it's not it's a, a read. It's a handoff, yeah. It is zone. And here's the thing. Ryan Day has been at Ohio State for five years. Not once ever has he featured the quarterback run. Featured is the key here. Yeah. Even with Justin Fields, who is 6'2", 230 pounds, we just saw his amazing run in the NFL making NFL players look silly. Did he not feature the the, the quarterback run? If you want to look at the percentages, which I'm not going to do, if you look at all of Justin Fields' rushing yards, I would bet at least Scramble. 60 or 70% of them came on scrambles. Yeah. They were not doing zone reads. They weren't doing QB power. They weren't doing QB bass. They weren't doing QB option. They weren't doing it. The biggest example is the Clemson game last year. Think about how many design QB runs Trevor Lawrence had compared to Justin Fields. And Justin Fields is the better athlete. Yep. Ryan Day. And then look at recruiting. He doesn't recruit running quarterbacks. He recruits pocket passers. There are four quarterbacks on this roster now. First of all, he recruited Dwayne Haskins. Justin Fields was a runner, but he turned him into a pocket passer. He recruited C.J. Stroud, uh, Quinn Ewers, Jack Miller, uh, all the, the players he's recruiting in the future classes, Drew Aller, all of these guys, none of them are running quarterbacks. They got, they finally got rid of the racist ass system of pro passer versus, um, versus what was the other one? Not mobile. Wasn't, wasn't. Isn't that that the the term mobile quarterback? No. What is it? It it was pro style versus what was the actual term in recruiting? It was the number one pro style quarterback versus the number one. I can't remember. Um, I want to say freestyle, but I know that's Mm -hmm. wrong. I don't know why I want to say that though. It was pro style versus either way, whatever it was, pro style versus mobile, whatever the whatever the actual term was, they finally got rid of that in recruiting because that was negatively impacting black quarterbacks. And right. they were, even if they were pro style, they were putting them in that category. Like people were trying to say that Dwayne Haskins was a running quarterback when he was in the league, and it's like no, the, no, he wasn't. Like he was talking about him as a running quarterback in the draft, and he never ran in his life. He's literally the black Big Ben. He yeah, can't he, run. Yeah, we. I mean, we've been saying they. That's been a thing that people were saying when he was in college that he was the black Big Ben. He doesn't run. He's a statue. Yeah. So either way, please just. Ben might be more athletic. Maybe honestly, <laughs> especially especially young young Ben. Young Ben might have been more athletic. So, so please understand, Ohio State is never going to run the quarterback. And then, so I made this tweet saying, and I'm explaining, and I'm saying that it's a misconception that they don't run it. And someone comes into my mentions and is like, uh, hold on. Oh, I think he deleted it. Ah, he must have been seen that he was dumb. 
So they said, so I I essentially said this is a misconception. Ryan Day doesn't run his quarterback. And I said Fields didn't even run. This person came in and said, wrong. Fields did run, but sparingly at most. In fact, his first touchdown was a run against FAU. So if you said he runs sparingly, how am I wrong? Yeah, you really just agreed with me. Like, what are you talking <laughs> Like, shut like, up. Yeah, just, like, you again, just wanted to talk the talk. Fields runs a 4-4. Four, four. Yeah. A low 4-4, almost a 4-3. He thought he was going to run a 4-3 at his pro day and was upset that he didn't. Not everyone gets upset they didn't run a 4-3. That means at some point in his life, he was timed at a 4-3. So if you're not going to run that quarterback, what makes you think you're going to run the quarterback that's less athletic, as a runner at least? Ohio State does not do zone reads. They do zone. Ohio State does not run the quarterback. Ryan Day is an NFL guy. NFL, they don't run the quarterback. And don't say they run Lamar Jackson. You have to run Lamar Jackson. Don't say they run Kyler Murray because Kyler Murray does most of his work in the pocket and most of his He's not yet. Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray scrambles to throw, not to run. So, so he, you can't Ryan bring him up anyway. Is a NFL guy who wants pocket passers. He wants, that's what he wants. And he doesn't want to run the quarterback because you can get injured. Yeah, the only quarterback really in the NFL in the past few years that I can remember having design runs is Cam Newton. Yeah, and, and maybe RG ruined his. That ruined his. That definitely ruined RG 3s career, and it yeah. ruined Cam Newton's career. So yeah, I, because he started taking that. way too many hits that he shouldn't have taken, and they never they never forced Cam to really really learn the pocket, and he struggled yeah. when he needed to do that. Uh, Lamar Jackson, and he, this is a whole another thing, and we're we're running long, so we can wrap this up. Everyone used to like talk trash about us for saying that Lamar Jackson needs to be a better pocket passer, and look at him this year. He's a legitimate good pocket passer now, and he's freaking unstoppable. Because yep. not only can he run, he can throw from the pocket. And that yep. has always been the downfall of running quarterbacks. Deshaun Watson can run the ball, but he is a hell of a pocket passer. Yeah, and that's, And I was critical, and a lot of people were critical of Lamar, because we knew what he could do if he developed pocket passing. And part of it was on the Ravens for not giving him running backs and some of that other stuff. But now Lamar doesn't just run. Sometimes he sits in there and takes that hit and delivers that ball. And yep. he's unstoppable. That's a totally different. He might, that's just he's, totally he's, different. He's, yeah, he's, he, he could win another MVP. That's how good he is. He's going win. to. Yeah. Maybe not this year, but he's going to win another. No, that was, I was talking about this year. I mean, this year he put up 300 something yards passing on like 80% completion against my Colts in a comeback win. He didn't even run. It was all from the pocket. Lamar wasn't doing that two years ago. Nope. So, but yeah, so please, Ohio State fans, if you, you watch all the games, stop listening. First of all, stop listening to the broadcast. They have no idea what they're talking about. There's a difference between zone and zone read. Ohio State runs zone. They don't run zone read. Stop complaining about C.J. Stroud not running the ball. He's never going to do it because Ryan Day doesn't want him to. Nope. And that's fine. That's my pit style. It is fine because he doesn't need to. Yeah. Because, again, last thing I'm going to say on this game, Stroud played good. He did. He played good against Penn State. And he missed one really bad throw, threw for over 300 yards. And uh, the, the, the CJ Stroud that played against Oregon, the CJ Stroud that played against Minnesota, he's not making those throws. So he's good. He's fine. 
He's different than Justin Fields. You're never going to see another Justin Fields. Just like as much as we don't think he's going to have an amazing pro career, you're not going to see another Trevor Lawrence because he was like that for the most part in college. There's some issues with that. But still, talent-wise, just what he could do on the field, you're not going to see too many people like that. That is the definition of generational, and every five-star quarterback is not generational. But those two are. So my pit stop, learn the difference between zone and zone read. Stop asking for Ohio State to run the quarterback because they're not going to. And that's it. Uh, as always, thank you for traveling I-70 with us. If you enjoy this episode, leave us a five-star review. Please man- make sure to mention Dante and I. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, JordanW330. Uh, and Dante, where can they find you? Dante M10216. And that's it. Appreciate you listening. See you all next week.